Hello, and my name is Pete Rushmer, and I'm your host today of A Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success, or you're already smashing it, but want to continue to level up, we are here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS, and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Good afternoon or hello to those that are listening uh, post-recording. Um, good afternoon to those that are listening and watching live. Uh, thank you for joining me for today's 2022 predictions with with me. Um, yeah, feel like a mystic Meg or something. I, I don't really know what motivated me to do a 2022 predictions live, but I think it was the goal setting that I talked about and goal setting for compliance and what the goals are for 2022. It just got me thinking about what we could uh you know what what, what things are going to happen what what we're going to look at so anyway i'm joining you today I'm, I'm a little bit away from home actually i'm in in reading today on site at a customer's uh, maggie's training first aid um just through in the other room so i'm here in the boardroom uh, next door and i've got the company's visions and values um next to me which is uh, which is fantastic and uh, they've got some really good values here so yeah hopefully you'll find those interesting and uh, fingers crossed I won't get interrupted either but that could happen potentially so uh, yeah we'll keep uh, keep it going but um, yeah so I've been sort of channeling my inner Darren Brown and I've asked a few friends and colleagues uh, what they think uh, 2022 is going to look like and what predictions we've got what we're expecting to see um, what 2022 is going to look like, and there's a few, there's a few interesting facts that have sort of come through. Um, there's a, there's quite a bit of uh, repetition amongst the amongst the guys that I've asked. So I've been speaking to certainly my community on the Transport Manager and Consultant Hub Facebook group. Um, I've had uh, had a bit of input there. I've been speaking to the guys at Road Radar and Flame uh, at Flare, sorry, James and Kirk. They've given me a few suggestions what they think is going to look like for 2022, and then I've been speaking to. My team member, so Jamie, who heads up compliance at Flagship, he's given me some uh, some suggestions, what he thinks might be coming in in the fleet sector in 2022. And uh, and also Mike, Mike's going to be joining us um, uh, sort of February time. Um, and he's going to be heading up our training going into 2022 for transport and fleet related services. And we're going to be launching Transport Manager CPC training as well. And uh, Mike's going to be heading that up. And he's uh, he's given me 10, 10 predictions for 2022. So let's uh, let's start having a look through those. So the ra- road radar guys, uh, James and Kirk, thanks very much for sort of coming back to me. And I'm really looking forward to interviewing these guys early January. Um, they're going to be coming on the podcast and and speaking to me about their amazing product road radar um and uh, and flare as well and we'll be able to tell you a bit more about those but their predictions they, they they sent over two predictions for me to include in this video and the first one is that vehicles will become so, uh, much smarter and they expect that there's going to be a real focus on safety and on reducing losses between vehicles and insurance companies and also for operators as well and uh, and, and making sure that people are kept safe. So we're looking at going to be reducing uh, losses through insurance and incidents. And then the second one is that operational costs are just going to keep going up. Uh, you know, the expectation is that fuel and drive demand is really going to squeeze operators in 2022. So if you're an operator now and you're having to listen to this, um, you know, what what are you going to do to, to sort of look at that squeeze and how are you going to maintain profitability next year? And one of them will be to obviously look at how we can reduce losses and uh, and, and improve insurance as well. So what, what gains can be made there? 
So yeah, really in- interesting input from those guys over there. Do t- check out James and Kirk uh, over at Road Radar. They're top guys. Um, and like I say, looking forward to having them on the podcast. So Jamie Bilorski. Uh, Jamie, my colleague, um, uh, he's a senior safety and transport consultant with us at Flagship. And he sent me through three recommendations or three predictions that he expects to see in 2022. And the first one is LST, so longer semi-trailers, the 14.6 metre and 15.65 metre tra- uh, trailers. Been on trial for nine years. He's looking and he thinks that we're going to be getting closer to seeing uh, so- some level of approval for those. And the second one is that there's going to be an increase in alternative fuels and electrification. So more breakthroughs in 2022. And he also thinks that hydrogen has a potential for long distance, uh, long distance haulage. He really sees that as a potential too. So, um, yeah, what I would say is if if you've got any comments or any thoughts, please do drop them in the comments as well. If you've got any ideas what you think is going to happen in 2022 um, or if, uh, you know, if you what, what you think, any suggestions on what the guys have said, then, then do let me know. Uh, the, the third thing that Jamie suggested alongside the longer trailers and the alternative fuels and the increase in electrification, as well as he thinks the potential onset of hydrogen is a really good alternative uh, for longer distance haulage, uh, was the, his third one was clean air zones. So obviously during 2021, we've seen a big expansion of uh, the uh, ultra low emission zone in, in London, um, right out um, a, a huge expansion there. So yeah, we're expecting, you know, Bradford and Manchester, uh, I hear, are already planning for 2022. They're looking to introduce clean air zones. So I think that's going to be something that we really look at, particularly as councils pick up on, uh, essentially what Jamie's saying, is as councils pick up on the opportunity for um, this as a revenue generator for them um, through fines, then potentially there's going to be um, a lot of opportunity for them to be able to um, to be able to increase fines for coming into the city centres, keep the city centres quieter and pedestrianise them. So, um, yeah, I think um, I think that's that's his suggestion, actually. I, I, I can't see him being far wrong with that. Um, Martin Jones just popped in on the chat. Hi, Martin. Thanks for thanks for listening in. Hope you're well, mate. Merry Christmas to you too. Um, so moving on to Mike's suggestions then. Mike and I were having a good chat about this the other day and there's a, there's a, there's a few things that Mike's suggested. And first one, January's looking pretty bleak. Um, you know, I think there's an expectation that there might be potentially a lockdown, no furlough, really, really challenging times. You know, what does that furlough, uh, what does that lockdown look like with no furlough? Real, real challenge potentially. The second of the 10 that Mike suggested was uh, driver CPC. It's a bit of a perfect storm uh, happening at the moment with, you know, particularly with certain transport managers, certain companies potentially delaying their CPC, potentially to COVID, potentially due to, excuse me, the uh, the uh, consultation that's ongoing at the moment. Uh, you know, some some people have believed that CPC might be scrapped or driver CPC might be scrapped, um, which um, I think I think they're probably misinformed um it, we don't expect to see great changes of what that may look like but uh we're expecting a huge demand uh particularly later on in 2022 for driver cpc we're really thinking that that's going to kick off um and that there's going to be quite a big demand due to this sort of perfect storm that's been happening with covid with delays with the consultation period and 2024 is really creeping up for the third wave of um of drivers who are due to expire in 2024 for their driver cpc and potentially have haven't done any courses in the meantime. Um, we really do expect to see that sort of push on. 
The third prediction was that winter 2022 potentially is going to be like Groundhog Day with further government restrictions. We're really struggling right now. Is 2022 going to look any different? Unlikely. Uh, the fourth one, with the driver CPC review ending in March, um, we're not really expecting anything too revolutionary. Uh, potentially some more activities that might be going out of scope um, of, of driver CPC might be one of the things. Um, one of the other things that Mike suggested was that it's probably going to be a lot more lenient towards the online stuff. We're seeing a real increase in the online. We've been doing that for a, for a while now, the online courses, and they seem to be going well. Although there has been a bit of a challenge around some operate, uh, some training companies sort of racing to the bottom of quality. But I think those that offer a standout, good quality online driver CPC service, I think that's going to really be uh you know something that's going to pick up so we're looking forward to that happening um certainly next year uh the fifth area um increased demand for van and fleet training with the with the b category scrap um that's occurred so one of the things that's happened this year is obviously for car drivers wanted to tow a smaller trailer there's there's no longer the reason to or the need to um acquire training and um and to acquire that 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 category it's being issued uh, automatically now well one of the things that we're expecting to see is that from a van point of view that that category that the, those companies who employ those people are still going to need to demonstrate some level of training so we're we're potentially expecting to see an increased demand from fleet and van training particularly for those things um and i think mike mentions a little bit later as well about the review that's happening with operator licensing around uh, lighter goods vehicles as well which is going to be really interesting so uh Sick thing, very similar to what the guys at Road Radar have said and what, what Jamie said as well. Fuel prices and operating costs continue to, to increase through 2022. Um, really looking at a demand for electric vehicles, really looking at a demand for alternative fuels, really sort of ramping up there as, as fuel just increases to uh, put pressure put pressure on, on, on everyone in the industry and anyone that's running fleets. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor a Half Dozen Things podcast. At Flagship Partners, we take road safety really seriously and we're your road safety partnership. We help transport companies with compliance and training across their businesses, including first aid, driver CPC and other transport management services. So if your four is accredited or you want to improve your, improve your operator compliance risk score, give Flagship Partners a call today. Seventh area, there's also uh, each every three years there's a review into the the role of the, the, the traffic commissioner and consultation there. The, uh, mid-year, Mike says we're expecting a further review of the Office of the Traffic Commissioner on their consultation. And, um, you know, we're expecting no major changes there. The expectation is no major changes is what we're hearing. Potentially, um, you know, we may be looking at a more open and approachable OTC, which would be amazing. Um, you know, that'd be that'd be absolutely fantastic if that's the case. It'd be good to be able to um, communicate uh, really, really well with, uh, with with the Office of the uh, Traffic Commissioner. I think that'd be a fantastic thing if, uh, if that is OK. The eighth area he suggested was... Uh, the review, so traffic commissioners are reviewing the transport manager CPC qualification as well as the syllabus, which I think is really, really interesting. And we're looking to hear more about that in 2022. So, you know, the mix of international and national um, currently, which is the, the sort of standard. So anyone going for the transport manager CPC at the moment, it's a, it's an international qualification. Um, Mike's suggesting that potentially there's an unlikely change in legislation that it might be 
too far away from the EU version of the international, but there is a potential there that we may revert back to the old way of national and international. I'll be interested to hear other people's thoughts on that, really, um, and what they expect. It's very exciting for us as we move into 2022 because we're looking to launch our Transport Manager CPC training, um, and that's going to be really, really exciting. Really looking forward to launching that. So if if you've got young people that you're looking to put through transport management or maybe some older people or if you're looking to get your qualification yourself as well please do give us a shout we are looking to uh, do that and we're, we're sort of talking to people through our through the facebook group transport manager and consultant hub that we uh, that we speak to as well so please do join the conversation if you're working in the transport sector interested in getting a qualification one of the things that we're looking to do as part of flagship partners as we look to launch that is not just train people to pass the exam, pass the qualification, which we know is really difficult. It's not just that, it's also training people so that they really know what to expect in the role and to be able to do a job. You know, the thing we're saying, we're, we're suggesting is that, you know, those people who really own those fleets, those existing transport managers, do you feel comfortable leaving someone to run that for two, three weeks, four weeks, potentially, if there was an illness or someone go on holiday? You know, we're looking to really sort of uh, support people to get to that level and I was right because the ninth thing that Mike suggested was around in April 22 we're expecting vans or two and a half ton um, for hire and reward internationally uh, to be included uh, and needing uh, international falling under international operator CPC requirements Um, I think that's really going to raise awareness around van operations and compliance as well so we're really looking to see a pickup in the fleet sector around training compliance making sure that there's a transport management, a traffic management system process in, in place, uh, making sure that there's the right policies and procedures needed to remain compliant. Really, really looking forward to being able to support van operators in that way too. Um, and then finally, the 10th thing that, that Mike suggested was uh, that Pompey would get promoted to the championship. So I did, knowing nothing about Pompey's situation in League One, I did I did have to go and have a little look and do a bit of research, Mike. And I do pick up that they're actually eighth in League One and they're 11 points off the top. So I think you're a little bit pie in the sky with that idea, buddy. But uh, never mind, eh? Um, anyway, in the community, on the Facebook group, Bill Street kindly commented um, and he also uh, agreed with point nine of mics which was vans internationally there's going to be a real education around the van and fleet sector of changes as we introduce certainly for international operators for hire and reward um the movement that there's going to be a real educational piece there around getting getting these guys compliant and also it will create more interest um certainly throughout the the fleet sector that have never really had to deal with these things before so anyway on to me then. So what were my predictions? So I've spoken about uh, about the other guys. Thank you all for your input, by the way. Um, for me, I think Boris's days are numbered. Um, I think he's potentially untenable. I was a Boris fan. Um, oh, thank you, Zoe. Merry Christmas to you too. Just dropped in the chat there. Thank you very much. And Merry Christmas to you. Hope you have a great Christmas. And I hope everyone has a great Christmas too. Uh, but yeah, I think Boris is potentially um, going to be facing some challenges. I think... Um, the conservatives are circling like sharks around him. I think he's, he, you know, I think it's just going to be a big struggle. I don't really know who you'd replace him with. I think he's done a pretty steady job so far, um, but it's a mess and it's a total mess and it's a nightmare. And um, you know, people want answers to a very complex situation, so it could be big challenges. But that's part one of my expectations. I think I think we're going to lose Boris soon, and I don't really know what that's going to look like after. But watch this space. Maybe you agree or you disagree. Anyway. Um, 
I also think there's going to be a huge amount of uncertainty in 2022. I think it's going to be quite scary, certainly for some businesses, inflating costs, inflating staff, inflating resources. Uh, the cost of everything is going to be really, really challenging. And I think, you know, if we can start providing services that look to improve profitability for operators, I think that's going to be really good. Um, so I think there's going to be some mega challenges around shortages of people and particularly around the inflating costs. Um, I was speaking to Maggie about it as I prepared. School exams cancelled. Uh, our youngest, uh, our eldest daughter is looking to do a GCSEs in uh, 2022. I think that's going to be unlikely. I think they'll be settling on mock results. I don't see uh, that they're going to be going through their exams. Um, my other suggestion was there are going to be CPC changes. I, I think there's going to be, uh, I think there should be anyway. I, I really hope they're going to bring some through this consultation for the driver CPC. I really do hope there's some changes. Um, I really believe in um, learning and training being around what the objectives and the outcomes are and it not being time based. Um, I'm a big, big advocate for that. So now is the opportunity whilst we're doing a consultation period. I really want to see us review that seven hours learning. It's massively unpopular with operators. It's massively unpopular with drivers. Uh, drivers tend, in our experience, tend to have to take off, you know, their their rest time on a on a Saturday or a weekend unpaid to attend training that's provided by an operator um, during their during their rest because of the nature of what driver CPC is. And I think that actually, if we could amend it so that it's shorter sessions, drivers could do it potentially at the end of the shift. Um, and do it in shorter stints, potentially more regularly. I think that'd be a fantastic thing. Um, I'm really behind that as a suggestion. I think that'd be absolutely fantastic. And it's to be much more toolbox talk oriented, more regular um, for for people and be really focused on their roles as well. Um, whilst it'll be much harder potentially if it was to go that way for it to be uh, regulated, which I think would probably be one of the challenges is around regulating that. But I do think that making training really specific to someone's role, making it regular, making it short, sharp bursts of learning and improvement, I think is absolutely the way to go. Anyway, that's me off my soapbox. I think standards for operators are going to be increasingly important. One of the things I pick up, things like FOURS, earned recognition, ISO standards, I think those things which were previously shunned by operators, I think as they're looking to carve out a position in the market to demonstrate their standard, to demonstrate their quality in the marketplace, to be able to um, win and bid for the best contracts, I really think we're going to be seeing an increase in that and I think that's fantastic. And we look forward to helping those operators in 2022. Uh, that's a really, really big thing for me. Really looking forward to um, helping improve and raise standards because I think that's the way that it's going to go. Although I do think there's going to be a reduction overall in operator license uh, operators. I think um, we see or we saw in 2021, certainly I, I picked up, I don't know what the data says, but I really think it's the case. So a real boom in single vehicle operators starting up. Um, I think that's what caused big delays with the Office of the Traffic Commissioner for new vehicles and new uh, operators and for amendment to operators licenses. I think IR35 created a struggle. I think a lot of people who are self-employed decided they'd go on their own. But I do think that it's going to be a real, real struggle for those much smaller operators to be able to remain operationally sound to remain compliant and to remain profitable as well in the face of hugely increased costs so i think that will probably see a reduction uh, back down that's certainly my expectation however we will see an increase in van compliance like we said before um 
so I think um, I think uh, certainly van compliance uh, is going to be on the up, which is a big suggestion uh, that's come from the other guys as well. Um, oh, fantastic. Got a few more comments dropped in. Uh, Alan, drivers would take more on board if CPC delivered in short and more relevant sessions. Yeah, totally agree. Um, much harder to regulate. So I think that would be a challenge, but I totally agree that I think, um, you know, I'm sort of banging the drum about it, have been for ages. It should be really based in the workplace, on the road, in the classroom, not necessarily even in the classroom. It could just be in the tea room with a, with a group of drivers, really relevant to what they're doing. Um, and, 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 and you know, it, I think it'd be a fantastic way of developing CPC and making it really relevant to make people engage in it and to develop and promote the culture and safety culture in the sector as well, because I think that's really important. And we continue to do those things anyway, but I think it'd be good to, to get the recognition behind it of CPC as well. And Richard Williams, good afternoon. Oh, yeah, lovely to see you, Richard. Uh, thank you for joining us. So anyway, do drop in the comments. What are your predictions for 2022? What are you expecting to see? Have I talked a load of rubbish or uh, hopefully don't say that? Don't say that, please don't. Um, hopefully uh, you found uh, what I've said interesting. And if you haven't, uh, or if you disagree, or if you have your own suggestions, please do drop them in the comments. Um, you know, this will be re-recorded or re-edited and go onto the podcast. So it'll be on the podcast soon. So please do drop us a message. Please do join our group. Follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Join the Facebook group, the Transport Manager and Consultant Hub. Follow the podcast. There's going to be loads more stuff coming next year. I've had been inundated with people for potential interviews for next year really looking forward to develop that conversation we're going to be looking at introducing panel conversations as well next year which i'm really excited about we're going to look at drivers hours and how how they came about and are they fit for purpose and have a panel conversation um so yeah if you if you want to get involved in any of those panel conversations give me a call um give me a shout if you want to be interviewed as well please do give me a shout if you've got an interesting story or background in the fleet sector i'd love to chat to you so yeah give me a shout and uh yeah be great to catch up i hope everyone has a fantastic christmas this is me pretty much signing off for christmas um and um yeah i hope you have a great one take care bye-bye i really hope you loved today's episode and if you did please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too please do share it across your social media channels we hope to reach more and help more people if you want to find out more about me, my name's Pete Rushmer. You'll find me across any social media channel and my business, Flagship Partners, and we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you. See you again soon.